0: Cooler Combos is a special bonus episode of For What It's Work, where we dive into wherever our work curiosities go. It's a place where we tell stories, talk about trends, and hash out hot topics, all in 15 ish minutes.
1: Hello, hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. It's bright and early in Berlin. It is, it is. It is, and Lily surprised me with the fact that we're recording today, and I totally messed this up, so here we are. Totally forgot, but it's fine. It's fine. No, we're here for you, and we have such a fun topic today that I think we all know about this, so it's like super easy to just jump into it and talk about it, and today we're going to talk about our five top red flags in job listings like mm-hmm. these things that will kind of make us want to slowly retreat pretend we've never seen it and be like nope nope we're not mm-hmm. going to deal with that today so
0: have you ever applied for a job online
1: oh yes i think a lot of the times
0: most of the times
1: most of the time say this time definitely
0: yeah here oh, i applied for it online mm. i've never applied to a job online I, it's always been through friends somebody i knew or like maybe i really liked the like institution or something and i just reached out to them but so this was a really fun exercise for me to go through job listings and see like, oh, red flag.
1: Oh, nope, nope. Oh, you've never done this. Like you've never actually been through the experience of looking at tons of job listings and then deciding for something you're going to apply for. No. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> That's so interesting.
0: But yeah, so like I said, this was a great exercise for me because I was like, oh no, would not apply there. I yeah. see that. Nope. So tell
1: us how this game works. Let's say it's like the big five red flags of job postings. Basically, it was like this. We were going to, you know, work from number five to number one. So basically, you're going to share your number five, which is like the least red flag on your list. Okay. And then we're going to, you know, tell each other what's like your number five, what's my number five, and then up to what we both think is the worst thing to put The biggest red flag. The biggest red flag. The worst thing you could possibly put on a job posting if you would like to employ Lily. Okay. Or me. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, let's dive deep into it. I'm so excited to see what you have. And I would ask you, Lily, what's your number five? Number five. So I got most of my inspiration from LinkedIn
0: job posts. Mm -hmm. But I saw in a lot of them that they advertise snacks in the office. (laughs) That's a good thing, no? Well, okay, I'm a snack girl. You know I am. Yeah. I, your girl loves to eat, you know, yes. but I think that if you put snacks in the description of a, of a job listing, you don't have a lot of other things
1: to That's like. That's very true. <laughs>
0: Like what other cultural things would
1: you rather promote than you have snacks? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If it's not a list of 25 things and at the bottom of it is snacks, then it's a red flag.
0: Okay, if there's 25 other things and then there's snacks, it's fine. But if it's like, oh, you know, like flexible working hours and snacks, I'm like, okay, try harder.
1: (laughs) Okay, I totally, totally, totally get it. So my number five Mm -hmm. is, and this is a very general one, but this, you know, this gets me every single time, is when they're structured in a way you know, where you have these sections and then I'm very particular with how they're titled. Okay. I think the worst possible thing you could do is when you call it your duties
0: mm-hmm. at the
1: job and then your profile and then our offer. So this is...
0: That's interesting because I like
1: that structure. I like the structure too, but okay. I don't like the wording of it. Okay. 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 So I like the structure and I like it's like very clear, but it sounds... I mean, of course, work is something very transactional, but for me, this is classic old work speak. Mm -hmm. So what would be new work speak? New work speak for me. So instead of your duties, I really like when people write what you'll be doing, what are your responsibilities and bonus points for when they add what you won't be doing. Okay. So when they tell you like, you know, in this role, sometimes you have a lot of adjacent things, but Mm -hmm. you're not going to do this. You're going to be especially focusing on this. So this is what I like. Instead of your profile, I like when they write, what's your background? What's your experiences? What we're looking for? And when they also, you know, separate this between kind of must-haves and then they have like this nice to have, but not a requirement. Yeah, I do like that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or even when they say, this is something you'll need, but super easy to learn on the job. Don't worry about it. We're Mm going to teach you. Yeah. Because you see tons of things
0: like, I mean, in content management, for instance, like they're using all these different softwares that you've never heard of and they're so company specific. And then they're like, you should have five years experience using all these things. And you're like, what?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 But because it's like so easy to learn a software or to learn a program. Totally. That should not be part of any job description. Mm -hmm. And also instead of our offer, I really like, you know, when they say, this is what we bring to the table. It's basically like our offer, but I think like our offer, it sounds so formal and so Mm -hmm. it works. So it's like what to expect or why to join us, you know, and then I kind of list out why you think you are a great employer or a great place to work.
0: Okay. So keep the structure, change the wording.
1: Yes, because I think the wording is you know, very indicative of, is it old work, new work? What's the what's the vibe? What's the vibe behind it? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So now my fourth one, right? Yes. It what's your four? Yeah. <laughs> my fourth one is too many interview rounds. Mm. And I think, okay, so actually my friend just applied for a new job and she got it, but she had three interviews mm-hmm. and they were scheduled during her normal working hours. So she had to take time off of her yes. job that she has now Okay. to participate in the interview. Three times, three sick days, and you know, like yeah. Americans in their sick days, they're precious. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, if you ha- if you're asking for too many interview rounds, like it seems like, in my opinion, that the company doesn't value your time. Your time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean, they shouldn't. Also, this like kind of plays into it is that they shouldn't ask you to do a ton of free work to like evaluate you, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like in content jobs, especially, they'll ask you to write like a little something, something. Yes. Which is totally fine. You need that, but also don't exploit people to get new content
1: yeah like to to give you like a whole whole full-fledged article instead of just like a writing sample of of what you could do yeah exactly but it could be any project i think i would agree partially i think three interview rounds for me would be totally fine three yeah. yeah even to go on site you know and like have half a day of a job experience to really see what the vibe is i think it very much depends on the position
0: yes but also depends on the country yeah. I mean, like I said before, I mean, Germany, you have unlimited sick days. Yeah. You can call in sick and not show up. I mean, you shouldn't do that all the time. Or take like you a have, vacation
1: day. yeah, Right.
0: Or take the vacation day because you have 28 of them. Yes. Right. But in the US, it's so different. If, mm-hmm. if you're required to do four, three or four interviews and you don't get the position in the end, that would just be so.
1: Yeah, that's, that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like the higher up you, you try to hire, the more interview rounds you probably also need to get like a really good feel of who the person is and will yeah. there be a fit so that I could understand. But very interestingly, my number four is also more process oriented. Okay. I have when you don't hear back in forever. Mm-hmm or at all yeah so this is something that i really don't get right i mean there is a company looking or even if they don't manage to keep their job postings up to date mm-hmm. this i think already tells you a lot about how well structured they are at least in their hr or recruitment department mm-hmm. because if you reply and then you don't hear back for a week or two or three you do know that they don't put their people first yeah that's not a priority for them absolutely i
0: agree with that one too
1: yeah it's like <laughs> what's wrong
0: what's your number three <gasps> i'm getting more passionate as we go up i love this yes
1: it's <laughs> should be like this
0: um So my next one is requiring like three plus years of experience for an entry level position. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big red flag. Yes. Especially for uh, women and minority candidates. Mm -hmm. I think they're like, there's so many barriers to women entering the workforce anyways. And there's actually this study through Harvard Business Review. And they found that like, even though men and women kind of look for jobs in the same ways, women are disproportionately actually applying to them because they don't meet the criteria, whereas men apply anyways yeah, right yeah. and so by saying like okay this is an entry-level position or this is the whatever position and you need five ten years yeah. whatever whatever then it puts barriers on women and
1: minority candidates mm-hmm. and I think that's a red flag too yes because they also suffer more from imposter syndrome right because yeah they don't feel equipped to apply yeah that is actually very true I find it very interesting even if they don't mention that you need like five plus years of experience mm-hmm how for an entry-level position, you have like this long list of requirements or what your profile should be. Yeah. It should just be, you studied this. You maybe seen some of it remotely. Mm -hmm. You're good. It's an entry position. Even, yeah. I mean, even like
0: if you just come out of college or you're switching jobs, you know, it it doesn't matter kind of, you have
1: experience no matter where you come from and you have something to add. Oh, I love this one, Lily. That's a really good (laughs) one. (laughs) So true. Your number three. My number three get. I think I'm a very, a very much allergic to weird wording, so. Oh no, <laughs> you're into the semantics of things. I'm into the semantics, because for me, you know, how people communicate and what kind of words they use, mm-hmm. I think that really tells you a lot about what's going on behind the scenes. At least that's what I like to believe.
0: A quick question though. Yeah. When you were doing your research for this, yes. did you look at job listings in English or in German?
1: Both. So I did okay. both too, okay. um And actually for this ones, I, I found this in English and in German when I okay. translated it. All right, it. I'm ready. So no, my number three is, and that gives me like bad feelings when they say you need a hands on mentality. Oh, yes. Because it means to me that you need to be able to work outside of your job description mm-hmm. and probably compensate for at least three more vacant positions. Mm. It's like you're supposed to see or, you know, notice what's going on around you in your team. And when things fall short, you just like hands on do it. Or I don't know if they mean like you're the person that also sees that the trash needs to be taken down. Like, fine. But I would assume like this is something that people normally do.
0: Yeah. It's also uh, reminds me of being willing to work in a high intensity workplace. That's exactly
1: the same where it's like the expectations of you are just over the moon. Yeah. This is when we get closer to my number two. But yeah, this hands-on mentality that just screams to me that you're going to be the jobs of three people, yeah, and they're short-staffed, and it's never going to change because you're so hands-on, you can actually do it. Yeah, horrible, horrible. I
0: agree, <laughs> I agree. My number two, yes, it, it's kind of wishy-washy because I feel like initially I would be like, "Ooh, this is I don't know about this," mm-hmm. but you could find out the answer in the interview. So, okay, okay. This is like you know a little story, but it's unlimited pto Ooh, okay interesting because i think if you are offered unlimited pto you're kind of put in that awkward position of not knowing how much time to take off mm-hmm. and i think that yeah. you'll end up taking less time off than if you were to get x amount of vacation days because you're just so ako taco about it but i think that's something that can be overcome in the interview by asking like what is like the average vacation time of workers here or like how do you approach unlimited pto do you sit down and like have vacation days that you mark out together or so I think it could be a really great thing, Mm -hmm. but my first, it kind of like raises the red flag initially, you know, to see how it actually
1: goes down. Absolutely. Especially, I think I've once, and I cannot say where I got it from, but I read this study that on like for companies that have, or employees that have unlimited paid time off, that they like take 17 days on average, which is, which is like more than the average two weeks for Americans, (laughs) which is less than the mandatory time off in Germany yeah so people end up taking less vacation days at right. least here in Germany whereas probably in America this is like
0: maybe about the same I about don't the know. same yeah but even like you have all these vacation days that are yes. allocated to you you still feel awkward taking a month off of work yeah. a year you know as an American so maybe yeah
1: no I don't yeah six weeks not enough give me more <laughs> <laughs> so my number two and this is something that I really came across first in a German one and then I also saw in, in one's that you have in the US. It's a bit close to my number three, but it would be that you need a high level of commitment, be very flexible and be able to work under pressure. Yeah, yep, I'm like, exactly. What the fuck does that even mean? Mm-hmm. That's pretty, yeah, pretty similar. But I'm like, this is, this is really weird. It's like the same as like, this is a competitive environment, fast paced. And I'm like, this sounds like I'm going to get unhealthy.
0: And also it makes me think like, you know, when, when I'm looking for a job, I want to find a company that is flexible. But then when they tell me I need to be flexible, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) You know, yes. in terms of yeah. working days and hours and things, you know, so
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cause like the higher up you get, you know, there's this expectation that you're going to work into the evening or maybe into the weekend. I'm like, I- I'm, I don't know, no. Cause for me, this would be a sign of very bad planning or organization, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if my company needs me on the weekends, you know, if it's like not a kind of a business that is or my position that relies on me working on the weekend, but then, you know, this is part of the deal, then like your organization is is no
0: i saw this thing on instagram we can cut this out if it's too long but there is this guy and he was told by his company that he has to work in person he can't work from home anymore yeah so what he did is he just deleted all of his work stuff off of his phone off of his personal computer and everything and then when he was home nobody could get a hold of him you know and then his boss the next day was like why couldn't i get a hold of you last night and he's like you told me
1: i can't work from home Yes. So I thought that was oh. so funny. Like it was such a, like a little like F you, you know? These people that then are like maliciously compliant. Yeah. I love yes, this. I yes, love these. Yes, yes. I love these threads as well. It's like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> okay. Number one. This is The number one. Oh my God. I am afraid that we have the same, by the way.
0: Well, then it's the biggest red flag. Then it's
1: the biggest red flag.
0: I know. I like going in blind, not knowing yes. what you have, you yes. know? But my number one is a company that says you're a family oh my
1: god yes we have the same (laughs) almost the worst oh my god, yes
0: okay I mean like where do you even start with that I mean a family member is like you drop everything and you help them no matter what and like you love deeply unconditionally for them Mm -hmm. and I do love you Francie but you don't do that for a colleague you don't do that for your company you know so you don't it's not the same. No. You're
1: going to be guilt tripped when you don't show up late for work or when you're not, you know, willing to, as you said, go the extra mile. But also there will be favoritism because mm-hmm. the boss has their favorite or, you know, they have their favorite children.
0: They teach pet. And if
1: you are, you know, not behaving mm-hmm. the way they would like you to. Yeah. They will take those favors away from you. You'll be actually punished. And in the end,
0: your company is a business. It is a business. And I have problems with Netflix's like whole culture mm-hmm. in general. But one thing I really like about them is saying that okay, we're not a family, but we're more like a sports team. Yes. And I think that's a really great way to approach it because you want like you love your coworkers and your teammates and you want to build them up and you want to respect them. Yes. And respect each other, work together. But in the end, that's like who you are together and you can move on. You can not work there anymore. You can yeah. you know.
1: You're able to quit that job without yes. feeling like you're breaking up with your family or you're yeah. telling your mom that you don't want to be in contact ties. anymore, right? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I can just say this, in every family that I've worked so far, (laughs) I can tell you I have no contact with them anymore afterwards. So how far did that go, right? So it's like a very, I think people that say this is like a very one-sided thing. They say, yeah, if you're in need, we're going to support you like no one else, but only if you're the favorite. And if it's profitable for the business. Definitely.
0: Okay, we have this, that's the biggest red flag. You see that, don't apply.
1: Greatest bullshit ever. Or even if you hear that in the interview, here we're like a big family. You should be mm-hmm. like, ooh, at least challenge it. You know, be like, do you really mean that? Because that's like such a red flag to me.
0: <laughs> Just say it all <laughs> <up>. <laughs> What a fun game. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we should play this more often.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. All right, so those are our top basically 10, right? Red flags. Yes. And so if you have any to add, leave it in the comments. You can do that now on Spotify. If you have anything else to add, Let us know or reach out to us on Instagram.
0: Yes, we'd love to hear what your red flags are in job postings or maybe what your green flags are too.
1: Definitely. You can find us on LinkedIn, Instagram. You know where you find it in the description below. Until next week. Until next week. Ciao. Mm -hmm. Bye.